0: Are you ready to perform at your highest potential? Welcome to the Performance Matters podcast from GP Strategies, your workforce transformation partner. In each episode, we'll interview industry experts and explore best practices and innovative insights to help your organization improve performance. Well, hello and welcome to the Performance Matters podcast. I'm your host, Michael Thiel, and we've got a barn burner of an episode. Here today i i know most of you have been thinking about a topic and that is ai or artificial intelligence um if you're like me someone in the creative world we're we're potentially a little concerned about this is this is this gonna take my job right um uh if i'm an attorney is this something that's gonna pass the bar and and go ahead and just dominate the world. I mean, what's gonna happen? I don't know, but we're gonna talk about it today. And you know what, we have a little secret weapon within GP Strategies. Our producer of the Performance Matters podcast, our very own Derek Lewandowski, is an early adopter of artificial intelligence. So I wanted to bring him on, get him from behind the scenes and talk with us about this. So for those that aren't familiar with Derek, he has been part of the GP Strategies Marketing Department since 2016. He's an awesome guy, and um, don't hate him for it, but he's a huge New York Yankees fan as well. So, Derek, thanks for joining us today.
1: Thanks for having me on, uh, Michael. I'm looking forward to talking about this. This is a subject that excites me. It's just so fascinating.
0: <laughs> it, it is amazing. I didn't know if you are going to have a robot voice come in and just... <laughs> Basically, phone this in if you've programmed an AI uh, Borg already. And, not yet. And I'm just not gonna yet. chat with that.
1: Okay. We'll, we'll get to the robots We're not there later in the episode.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. This is this, this is officially the impressive infancy of AI tools. And uh Derek, I know for a fact there's a lot of AI tools coming into prominence. I know Elon Musk, three dollars at this. Microsoft is signing. Uh, up things on on this and probably the the biggest one right now is chat GPT. So I know as someone who's played with that a bit, um, can you just break down what the heck chat GPT is for those that maybe have been under a rock for the past four or
1: five months? <laughs> so chat GPT is the first major AI language model to kind of break through into the mainstream. I could explain to you what it is. But I think it would be more effective if we let it explain itself. The following is a dramatic reading of text inputs from Derek Lewandowski and the subsequent ChatGPT responses. All audio voices are also AI-generated, including mine, using software from Eleven Labs. As you can see, the world is about to get pretty weird. Okay, ChatGPT, have a seat. It's time to answer some questions.
2: Well... I don't need to sit down because I don't have a physical body, but I'm here and ready to assist you with any questions you might have. What can I help you with today?
1: What is ChatGPT and how will it be useful as a tool for professionals?
2: ChatGPT, short for Generative Pre-trained Transformer, is a large language model created by OpenAI. It was trained on a vast amount of text data using unsupervised learning, which allows it to generate human-like responses to natural language inputs. As a tool for professionals, ChatGPT can be useful in a variety of ways. For example, it can help customer service representatives to quickly and accurately respond to customer inquiries and concerns. It can also assist in automating various administrative tasks, such as answering common HR questions, scheduling meetings, or managing workflow. Additionally, it can aid in data analysis and research by providing quick and accurate answers to complex questions. In general, ChatGPT can be a valuable tool for any professional who works with language on a regular basis. Its ability to generate natural-sounding responses to a wide range of inputs makes it a versatile and powerful tool that can help improve productivity and streamline workflows.
1: That was pretty crazy. And now back to your regularly scheduled programming. Yeah, so we'll touch on the voice synthesizer piece (laughs) later, but Um, to answer your original question, I've been using ChatGPT on an almost daily basis now for about two months. And from what I've personally seen so far, the most effective way to deploy ChatGPT is as a tool for... Productivity okay. for creativity.
0: Wow, As uh, in, in the words of the esteemed Ron Burgundy, well, that escalated quickly. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. I mean, so you're telling me you fed that into ChatGPT, then you took that, fed that to an AI voice
1: synthesizer
0: in Shazam, right?
1: Within five minutes, I had a little audio commercial for ChatGPT that explains what it is, I added a little bit of a jingle just to, you know, give it the marketing touch, but as a marketing professional, we can wow. use these tools to explain concepts and deliver them. I mean, if you were listening to that on a radio, you could probably tell that you know the the female voice at least was auto-generated. Yeah, but the, the yeah. The man's voice, the narrator voices, uh they're they're almost spot on and this as you said is the impressive infancy. So let me ask you this. Wow, you're wow, you're wow. you're a slightly ahead of my generation, but I'm guessing you had a Nintendo, right?
0: Yes, of course. Yeah, used it, and uh, Bo Jackson was my number one <laughs> weapon in Tech Bowl, unstoppable. Nice.
1: So, okay, so that's a good analogy. So, think of ChatGPT as the Bo Jackson, the unstoppable force. I like to think of it as okay. You know, if I played Mario Kart and I I ran over one of those little spinning stars. It becomes an invincible mode, right? You can burst by your opponents. It's like a, a power-up, right? It's a tool. So, Right. I, I, you know, I'm in marketing, and I also produce this podcast. So just to give you some ways that it's made my life easier, um, you can describe the parameters of a project you're working on and have it lay out a workflow. Uh, you can ask it for creative ideas around certain subjects, such as, you know, uh, naming of a product that you're trying to launch uh, you can take existing mm. text and punch it up uh, for SEO purposes so I've given it the transcripts of the last two podcasts and had it generate the description for the podcast that we would use for YouTube to help generate traffic <laughs> and traffic's up so that's kind of that's kind of the ways I'm deploying it
0: so it, you know, very Star Wars way, it's your R two D two or your C three PO, right? It's it's helping yeah. you with some of the grunt work.
1: You know, we we've got this term for you know the um, the Siri and the Alexa whisper, so that it doesn't make anybody. Oh yes, yes, off. thank but you. I digital... want to make sure
0: my phone doesn't pop
1: off. Here. Okay, <laughs> the digital assistant age is upon us, but Chat GPT is really the best digital assistant that I've seen because it can do things like you know, set up a spreadsheet or write a simple piece of code. Uh, you know, recently I was involved in the formation of an LLC and we use ChatGPT to uh, create the operating agreement. There's things that it hmm. just does flawlessly and we'll get to its weaknesses later, but as a yeah. tool, it's just one of many.
0: Yeah, so that was going to be a question here. It's clear that it can be a massive time saver to help you at least uh, almost in a home-building analogy, it's helping you at least put the bones, the the structure together. Um, what are some of these other tools? Because you did have a, a few things mentioned in there, but I think they were mentioned so quick. So yeah. what else is on the horizon for marketing and creative
1: professionals? So we're seeing the beginnings of AI-generated art. So systems like Mid Journey and Wonder that use the same type, type of um, prompting system that you give with Chat GPT to provide a selection of images that you can then tweak and upscale you can make the art inspired by different eras of paintings or different types of artists or have it be photorealistic and it's getting <laughs> to the point where it's nearly indistinguishable it's still kind of in that uncanny valley but you're going to see things right. come along where where you can transpose you know a Brad Pitt face or a James Dean face onto an actor, and then bring their voice in, and have an entirely original movie that's created by some guy in his basement like me, who just likes to play around with this stuff, <laughs> uh, and then promptly gets sued by every every uh, studio. I, I was going to say, <laughs> it sounds like it
0: sounds like um, AI has been developed by lawyers specifically to drum up <laughs> business. I mean, that's what. It, <laughs> these That's deep the best I've heard that it. is
1: <laughs> <laughs> i know it's just it's the future's gonna look so weird
0: okay so like you said it's infancy we're not even quite sure what's right or wrong at this point it's just things are happening cells are dividing all that kind of stuff so um I, i'm gonna think selfishly for a second here derek so what you're telling me <laughs> is that maybe one day the performance matters podcast maybe hosted by some kind of ai version i don't know like like a like a better version of a michael teal who's
1: indistinguishable <laughs> who's like indistinguishable for me is that what you're telling me well i, I thought you might ask that question michael and i, I prepared i prepared for it and now what? yet another dramatic reading of a digital conversation between derek and chat gpt in the future will there be fully digital podcast hosts you know Ones that are created by artificial intelligence and using synthesized voices that are indistinguishable from real human beings? And if so, what are some of the benefits and pitfalls of such an invention?
2: Yes, it is possible that in the future, there could be fully digital podcast hosts created by artificial intelligence and using synthesized voices. With advances in natural language processing and text-to-speech technologies— AI systems could potentially generate speech that is indistinguishable from that of a human host. However, there are several benefits and pitfalls to consider with such an invention. Benefits include things like consistency. A fully digital podcast host could provide constant and reliable content without the potential for human error or variability. It's accessible. A digital host could be programmed to speak in multiple languages, making the podcast available to a wider audience. And it's cost-effective, especially if the podcast is hosted frequently. Some of the pitfalls include the lack of authenticity. As you can tell by these voiceovers, occasionally they lack the human touch that is often appreciated by listeners. A digital host may also struggle to convey emotions because, presumably, they have none. And now...
1: Back to Michael Teal to finish off this episode of the Performance Matters podcast.
0: <laughs> oh, Derek, you're killing me, man! My- I know you slaved you slaved for just minutes on that, <laughs> and I really appreciate I really appreciate the, the meager effort to use your 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 bots to do all that, man. That that is crazy. It is crazy. You really summed up the pros and cons, the strengths, and weaknesses, and that was the one thing that I kept. Thinking about when I've messed around with chat G- T- chat GPT. See, you need some of these human imperfections here, Derek. Yeah. Is, yeah, that's what you don't get with your bots. <laughs> um, but no, seriously, it's so good, it's so clean. Um, that it's like you're right, you're kind of in that uncanny valley. It's almost uh, what too was good. that cri- What was that Christmas movie uh with Tom Hanks and from like Thir- 25 years ago where it's just kind of weird
1: oh yeah it was the uh, po- uh polar express so the kid goes yes. to bed and, and he wakes up in the middle yeah, of the night that uh, kid? he's talking like this and, yeah. and everyone's their faces is
0: glistening <laughs> a little bit that's how I feel when I'm listening to the voices it's like as long as you as long as you're not trying to fake somebody out that this is a human mm-hmm. it makes sense if you're trying to be like hey that's a human like Brenda right there is a human you're like no she's not she's too clean she's too perfect so it sounds like that might be the next step huh
1: yeah i I think that you know this being the infancy it's gonna grow and and get better and like i said um it's not here to replace us yet you know it it might someday replace us but (laughs) the smart uh worker i guess uh you know let me just put it this way we're a learning company right and you can use it to learn anything for instance i just give you a story. I love U.S. history. Uh, I especially love listening to presidential speeches. And one of my favorites is John F. Kennedy because he always uses a language style that I find interesting where he would kind of make a statement where the words are kind of reused to change the meaning. So for instance, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. And then what was the other one he said? "Uh, Let us never negotiate out of fear, but let us never fear to negotiate. And so I ch- I typed those into ChatGPT, and I said, what is this literary device called? Because I want to read more of them. I want more examples. I want to sound smart, and I want to use them. And so it told me it's called the chiasmus. I had never heard that term before, and it Whoa, gave whoa, me- let
0: me write this down. What, what's the spelling on that?
1: Oh, man, it, don't ask me to spell it. I think it's C-H-I-A-S-M-U-S, but that- might be completely wrong spelling is not that's there's an actual formula for that that style that flip-flop style right yeah so it's a um it's a known literary device by people smarter than i uh and so i had it you know spit back maybe 10 other examples right and i wanted to just read some and then on valentine's day just you know uh, less than 10 days ago i was standing in line at um, the place where I went to go get flowers, I think it was the grocery store and it, it, the flowers that I got from my wife still had some thorns on them and I hand them to the grocer and he pricks his finger and he says, ow, they left thorns in these, uh, in these flowers. Be careful with that. <laughs> to which I immediately drew upon one of the chiasmus examples. I don't know what the plural of chiasmus is. Chiasmuses. um, <laughs> is chiasmi maybe? Chiasmi. Yeah, that sounds right. Um <laughs> so I immediately drew back to that and I with the human embo- uh human element kind of fumbled it a little bit. I said, "Well, we can be sad that rose bushes have thorns or we can rejoice that thorn bushes have roses, which is a chiasmus." And
0: what he, did he you laughed. do it with the John F Kennedy I, accent? I, uh,
1: I did not do it that way, but I should have, <laughs> um, anyway, no the kid, Just the kid I think was I too think young that was to his brother. Yeah. I think the kid would have thought it was mayor Quimby, but essentially, <laughs> um, he got it. He laughed. And I felt like I owe that joke to chat GPT.
0: You, you did a proper sighting right there. Okay. So let me ask you this here. Let's, I'm seeing there's tremendous benefits. I'm also seeing that it's not necessarily going to replace the human. It just maybe pushes us up higher on the value chain where uh, we're freed up a little bit from some of the drudgery. it's 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 like Google times a million. you know, like Google sped us up amazingly over the past you know twenty five years of you have knowledge at your fingertips. Now you have more than knowledge. you have a tacit report. You have an executive summary. You have a uh, a worker bee at your disposal, right? Yeah. But let me ask you this. What are you seeing on the flip-flop side of that as potential weaknesses? What are the limitations so far?
1: So as far as chat GPT goes, uh, it's only accurate at this point through about 2021. So a lot of times when it tries to spit back facts to you, they're wrong, or it just doesn't know anything past a certain date. Um, and you've got to kind of use it as... A language model, and not necessarily as your sole writer, right? Um, you've okay. got to uh, take any facts that it gives you and double-check them. Uh, find the sources. You can actually ask it to provide the sources for where it got its facts, though, and then you can research them yourself, uh, which I've done before. So um, from the art- from the artistic side, uh, you have to be extremely creative in your prompts. So you know, a, a tool like ChatGPT or MidJourney or one of these other um, uh, elements, even 11labs, even which is the voice synthesizer, you've got to be okay. creative with your inputs in order to get out what you're looking for. So, for instance, with 11labs, um, if you just leave it at its standard settings, it does sound quite robotic, but you can build in variants and you can capitalize certain words and change the spelling of certain words to be more phonetic based on how the Mm. voice is spitting things back. So the other day I was trying to create something with the word live in it, but it was reading it as live. So I had to write it L-Y-V-E, right? And Ah. when I was trying to get it to pronounce my name, it was saying my name wrong. So I had to pronounce my name phonetically (laughs) in in the spelling. So it's things like that. It's not going to be perfect. Nothing is perfect. Eventually it's going to be really close to perfect, but in its infancy stages, like we're talking about right now, it's a tool. And, you know, I look at it this way. If I were an auto mechanic, I would want to have the best auto mechanic tools that you can have. As a marketing professional, I want access to every tool that I can use that can give me an edge over the marketing guy for my competitor. That's that's what I'm using it for. That's what I think lots of other people should be using it for. Maybe we shouldn't even do this podcast and tell them about it, but... (laughs) It is what it is. Well, no,
0: I I, I like where your head's at here. We're we're here to add value to the talent development world, the learning professional world. And what you're saying, if we're putting a bow on this, is that number one, let's not be afraid of AI. Um, Let's look at it as an opportunity to accelerate what we do as humans you still have just like you know think about the calculator from 50 60 years ago you still need to know what to put into it right or you think about excel you still need to know how to structure a formula but excel will do the heavy lifting for you so you can make decisions right and and be more productive and i almost feel like what you're telling me ai is a lot like that is you still as the human need to figure out what to ask it you still need to have the strategic knowledge to go this and that and you know that's that's higher value type elements you now if you can get a ai thing to do that which may come at some point you know then maybe we need to look for an electrical plug somewhere but right now i'm kind of excited from what you're sharing with me
1: I'm really fascinated by where this is going. I feel like I'm somebody who just tried the internet for the first time in 1992, <laughs> right? You know, yes. oh my goodness, you're going to be able to buy groceries <laughs> and have them delivered to your doorstep and you order your pet medication and, you know, get a baseball glove for your kid and oh, yeah. not have to go to the store. I don't know exactly where the future is with this, but I, I can see it being extremely useful in crafting, crafting messaging in creating entertainment I can see it as an exceptional tool for research uh, you know as we get better at connecting these tools to the internet and, and, and you know it becomes able to scan all the websites and all the phone numbers and all the information that's out there which it will uh, then you know you'll be able to ask it who's the right company to solve this problem for me Mm. right and it will be able to recommend somebody closer i need a plumber get sent a plumber to my house who's the closest guy who's got free time on his schedule today you know th- that might wow. be a wow
0: yeah right this is this is amazing Derek. there's so much we're gonna have to do some follow-ups on this but um on behalf of the entire audience here i can't thank you enough for sharing your insight on this crazy crazy future of ai we appreciate you
1: well, thank you michael and i'll be sure as the producer to make sure we don't re- uh you know replace you with a robotic michael teal uh you know anytime well soon.
0: listen as uh, as one of my favorite bands uh once said you know give me two steps so just give me a couple days notice before you do that and so i can uh, get my my resume figured out on chat gtp so i can get that out there so but no for serious we appreciate you derek thank you so much Appreciate it. Performance Matters Podcast is brought to you by GP Strategies. Together, we can create a world where business excellence makes possibilities achievable. You can subscribe to the show anywhere you get podcasts or listen on our website at gpstrategies.com.